couple couple years down a couple years down the road uh you are hanging out yeah things are going uh things are going okay i guess Mm -hmm. you know things could uh always be better but you know your attitude is things could always be worse too sure that's actually your family crest you know that the yeah. Brooks family crest. What it is is it's a photo uh, or drawing rather of like a, a some meatloaf, and underneath it it says, "Hey, things could always get worse." Oh boy! Uh, so you kind of been living by that know. motto for a very long time. You oh know? God! Well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Good to know that my family is privileged enough to have a crest. That's that's new. Yeah. Wouldn't have thought that. Well, yeah, it's a uh, you guys only recently discovered it. It's a newly discovered crest. Yeah. What do you what do you mean by that? Um, It turns out that. um, So your family kind of like came from this uh, interesting group of people uh, and a lot. You didn't know about it until like relatively recently. Okay. What kind of, uh, kind of people? Mountain people. I mean, yeah, my family's from like the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, what happened was uh, the last of your uh, your mountain people, your mountain folk, yeah, uh, died recently. Oh shit! Yeah, it's, it was pretty sad. So my grandmother's generation. Yeah. <clears throat> my great aunt fixed her roof. She was over in her nineties. Got up there herself. Yeah. And you think about that. Every single day, every time that you see like a broken roof, which is often you're like, <laughs> you, you think about your fucking grandma, you know, this is my great aunt, your great aunt. Yeah. So what happens is uh, these mountain people, the ma- they're called the uh, they're called the uh, Brooks of the Mountains. Uh, the, the last person alive there was this woman named uh, Doris Brooks. And um, what ended up happening is um, she died. Doris. Yeah, Doris died, unfortunately. Um, She was hit by a door and she died. (laughs) Doris. Yeah. (laughs) On her grave, uh, they wrote, uh, here lies Doris Brooks, hit by a goddamn door. (laughs) All right. They just bury her in the fucking backyard. Yeah, man. That makes sense. Small towns. Yeah. So, you know, um, she dies. And the only thing that she leaves to you in her will is the Brooks family crest, which is the aforementioned thing of meatloaf and underneath it. Hey, it could always be worse. And now when you say meatloaf, are you talking like how's it presented on the crest? Is it like a meatloaf in a pan? Is it like on a on a dish plated with? Other, you know, what you would have eat with meatloaf. What, what's it look like? It is. Uh, it's a picture of uh, meatloaf holding up a thing of meatloaf. Wait, like it's clearly, it's clearly him. There's not, there's no one else it could be. And Joseph. so, uh, and so, uh, it's meatloaf holding up meatloaf underneath it. Hey, it could always be worse. Um, man, this is a new crest. Yeah. If meatloaf, if, if pop star, rock icon meatloaf 
is on my family crest. This has got to be like a newer, a newer crest. Does she have this made? Yeah, she got it in the eighties. <laughs> okay, I mean that's pretty cool. How big is the crest? Um, it is. Uh, it's just like a framed, like you know, twelve by eight standard. Yeah, yeah. And so what happens was she went to a, a meatloaf concert in the eighties. Yeah, and they were like. There was this this guy working there who who was like selling uh, meatloaf family crests for people. Yeah, it's like, uh, hey, uh, check out a fun show and get a family crest. Like it's a goddamn airbrush T-shirt and a Six Flags, Absolutely. but it's a meatloaf. It's like I went to the meatloaf concert and all I got was this lousy family crest type Man. thing. But it's official. Like it's actually legal. Okay. And so basically, uh, Doris, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, she uh, kicks the the goddamn bucket or whatever. And it sounds um, like a Jim Steinman idea. It's very Jim Steinman esque. Does Jim Steinman have something to do with this? Because if he, oh man, if he did, I am on board. No, he doesn't have anything to do with it, but he finds out about it much later. I I am a Steinman head. Yeah. Through and through. What a storyteller. God damn. So, you know, you have this uh, this family crest. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. And so, you know, things are going OK. Uh, you know, you're living in uh, Los Angeles. You OK. Know? Yeah. You're doing a lot of comedy. Uh, you actually started a uh, your own uh, like monthly show in Los Angeles. And yeah. It becomes very successful. OK. Yeah. The one is it the one in my house. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. that, that, that got shut down by the uh, FBI. By the FBI. The so Federal Bureau of Investigation shut down my monthly house show that we charged no one for. Yeah. Why? One of the agents went to the show. He just thought it sucked. Bad so copy's not against the law, Pat. You know what I mean? He finds a loophole. He just really hated the show. Like he did not like like you went up first and like you kind of had this weird energy. Oh, great. You, do, well, you were doing like crowd work and stuff. He didn't, and, he, and he was like, I'm here for jokes. I'm not here for crowd work. Like he was very upset. So you end up hosting this uh, this monthly show that becomes a hit. Um, right. What's it called? You got, so you guys, uh, you're hosting it at a uh, 7-Eleven in the parking lot. The parking lot. It's a parking lot of a Seven Eleven show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like one of those like you know weird alt shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's so what I'm it, doing. You call it Seven Eleven Twenty Four Seven. Oh, Pat. Twenty. I I say it Twenty Four Seven. Twenty Four Seven. Oh, Seven Eleven. But <sighs> it becomes big, dude. That fucking sucks so you get bad. Some, why? I think mean, it's kind of cool. The show is called the Seven Eleven Twenty Four Seven. That fucking sucks. That's the, that's the worst. Fine. That's the worst named comedy show in America. <laughs> and so eventually, like that's kind of what people started coming to the show be- because of that. They were like, "This is the worst Ugh. show name ever." Let's check it out. But, you know, it's, it's actually it's, it becomes this great show. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. uh, you know, you're uh, you're hosting that. Uh, however, like. Times are getting hard uh, uh, financially. 
What do you mean? Why? Um, you quit your job. Why? To uh, dev- you want to devote more time to stand up? Oh, Aaron. But you're like, you know, you're you're doing a bunch of shows and stuff. So like, you're getting like way better and stuff. Uh, but you know, you're kind of uh. You don't have a lot of uh, cash in the bank, let's say. So you end up. Uh, <laughs> you were hanging out one time. Yeah. Uh, recently, you're uh, you you were at a, a different comedy show. Yeah. It was it was a uh, Saturday night show. Okay. And it was called Saturday Night Feeling Right Comedy Show Ugh. in Los Angeles. And so um, you do the show, whatever, and uh, things go well. Like you have a really good set. Uh, Danny Goodwin is in from uh from Austin. He oh shit! Shit. How's he do? He eats shit, dude. (laughs) God damn it, Danny! He goes up there and he's just like, "Hey, how we doing?" And everybody's like, "Yeah!" Like like they're super into it. And then uh... he goes, and then he just goes like, uh, "He goes Planned Parenthood. Let's get rid of it, right? These fucking bitches." And everyone's (laughs) like, "What the fuck?" And they get really mad at him. So it does not go well for him. He he just fly. He flies back that night. Did I like vouch for him? Did I Abs- absolutely did you vouch for this guy? Oh, Danny, come on, Danny, pick it up. Like the host was like, hey, um, this guy, Danny Goodwin, hit me up and, and he said that he's like an amazing comedian or whatever and that you would vouch for him. And you're like, yeah, man, I, I love Danny. He does a great job and he's very open minded. And they were like, hell yeah. But turns <laughs> out all those things were false. So. Oh, fuck. Well, so that you sucks. leave. You leave, and um, the exit to this, uh, you have to go out to the, through the back exit to get out yeah. of this place. And so uh, you got the back exit. Yeah. Danny's like, Aaron, what's up? And you're just like, oh, and you just keep walking and ignore him. Yeah. Uh, so you leave, and you're kind of, you find yourself in like uh, the back alley. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, you know, time to go home. Maybe uh, you think to yourself, maybe I'll... Uh, I don't know. Hit up the drive-through on the way home. No, I'm trying not to do that either. I mean, goddamn. You're trying not to, but like, you're just thinking about it. You, you might not do it, you know. Yeah. So what ends up happening is, um, you're not really paying attention because you're thinking about getting a uh, cheeseburger and a chocolate shake. Oh no, man! I can't do ice cream. You know, normally, yeah, but even doing good as far as like eating and stuff lately. Yeah, so you think like, to yourself, it's like a dairy thing. It's going to make me shit my brains out, Pat. As it, you're walking, you go, how about a little treat treat for Aaron? Oh, no, Pat, I don't want to when you were treat. When you were growing up, that's what your mom would say. Your mom would have like a, she would make like brownies or cookies. And then you'd walk in and you would go, mommy, can I have a treat treat? And she would go, huh? Here's a treat treat for Aaron. And she would like put it in your mouth. You wouldn't even like grab it yourself. Fuck you. Fuck so, you. So, you know what I mean? Like, come on. That's not how it happened. <laughs> so you're not really paying attention. You think I'm getting a treat treat. <sighs> and then um, you kind of look up and like standing in front of you is this guy. Right. What kind of guy? He's like a kind of leaning against the uh, the wall. Okay, you know, looking pretty cool. 
So I, I come out and I see a cool looking guy in the shadows. Okay. And he goes, I don't, I'm not going to investigate a man in the shadows, Pat. If there's a man in the shadows, he's there because he wants to be there. He wants to be out of line of sight. I don't want to fucking go up and investigate a man just hanging out in the shade. He kind of shouts to you. He goes, he goes, Hey kid, Fuck. you need to make some money. How bad am I hurting? You have enough for next month's rent. Yeah. And uh, that's about it. Assuming you don't spend any money whatsoever in the oh, next, you know, Jesus. two, you know, two weeks. I go, uh, I go, fuck. I go, well, what are you, what are you, what are you offering? What's, what's the job, friend? This guy steps out of the shadows. Yeah. He's um, he's wearing a, a yellow shirt and like purple overalls. Yeah. He's got a big fucking mustache. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big and portly. He's not very tall. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, hey, he goes, uh, my name is, uh, Gario. And uh his you notice he has like a yellow hat. Gario. Gario. And uh it has a W on it that's been scratched off, and next to it is a G. And uh he goes on to tell you that he is uh part of this uh like underground, like a criminal ring of people who steal pies off of people's windows. They're pie thieves. These these fucking guys again. Yeah, they're the, the pie, they're called the the pie thieves of America. They're they're nationwide pie thieves. Yeah, man, how many members do they have? It, uh, man, they don't even know. It's really? a, it's a very yeah, it's very loosely connected. Everyone has territories, and some of the territories are only like uh like a few blocks. Some of them are whole cities. It depends upon what kind of pie thief you are, and it depends yeah. upon honestly how dirty you're willing to get. And if you're in a place with like a high pie density, you know, sure, there's bound to be more pie things around. He goes, look, I can have you making a grand a week. Damn, that's a lot of pies. That sounds like a lot of pies. He goes, look, he goes, you're in L.A., baby, where the pies don't stop. Is L.A. a big pie city? I wasn't aware. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what, uh, what do you do? He wants. I'm not going to commit. I'm not going to commit a crime. I'm not going to be a, a pie thief. That seems like it would require agility, stealth, and like he, and like. Yeah. I'd be so tempted to like eat these pies. You know, this isn't a job for me. There's too much temptation. There's there's. Not enough things in my favor to make me feel good about taking this. To commit a crime, to commit several crimes for a thousand dollars a week. Yeah, it's not just stealing one pie. There's no way that that's it. There's not a thousand dollar pie. He out goes. There. He goes. He goes. Look. He goes. Aaron, all you're gonna do is you're stealing a pie. Is that really a crime? Yes, it's a fucking crime. Have you ever made a pie? Do you know how difficult it is to like master making a fucking pie? Have you ever Have you ever stolen a painting? You know, or like a sculpture. It's the same fucking thing. 
It takes a long time to get good at pies. Like, why are you discounting pies? I don't trust this guy. I want nothing to do with him. I'm out. Gario looks you dead in the eyes. and he He goes, do I know what it's like to bake a pie? He goes, no, Aaron. That's why I fucking steal them. Stupid. Fuck him. I don't want any part of Gario. So what do you I'm I'm on team so what pie. Do do? What do you do? I go I go, no thanks. And what you're doing is wrong. And I hope that like you come to your senses and realize that people put a lot of time and effort and, and love into creating pies and for you to just steal them is yeah. is very wrong. That's a very wrong thing to do. You shouldn't do that. So you uh you find yourself you didn't mean to do this, but you sh- like scream all of that at him. I dress you him are down. So angry. You actually have a memory of being young, and uh, your mother making a a uh, banana cream pie for you for your birthday, uh, and she said to you, Aaron, this is without a doubt the best pie there's ever been. I'm just gonna put it out in the window for a second. So she puts it out into the uh, the window and turns around, and when by the time she turns back, someone has like stolen the pie. Why are you putting a cream pie in the window? It doesn't have to like cool off. You know what I mean? It's like a cold pie generally. So you, uh, it ruined your birthday. Uh, it actually ruined like, the, the next few birthdays. Why is my mom putting you. a cold pie in the window though? You know, I, I'm just saying what happens. So, uh, so you're like very upset at the idea of someone stealing a pie. Yeah. It really so you bothers start me. Screaming at this guy. Fuck you. You mother. You motherfucker, fuck you. I'll never steal a pie. I'll kill you. Is this my falling down moment? A little bit. Okay. And so you're like, you kind of feel ashamed. You just go, okay, whatever. And you like walk away. You go home. You go home and uh, you're like, ah, what a weird night. Uh, You go to sleep. uh, You close your eyes. And you kind of come to, and uh, it's almost like you're in uh, an all-white space. Yeah. Almost like a room (sighs) without walls. Yeah, okay. You're kind of like, what the fuck? Because it is just all white everywhere. Yeah. And from behind you, you just hear someone like clear their throat. And you go, what the heck? And in this day around. and age? What do you mean? In the time of Corona, there's somebody coughing in, in my presence. I'm terrified. Well, it's a few years down the road. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm probably still a little gun shy, a little cough shy. It turns out uh, Trump solved the coronavirus. God damn it. Like I a mean, year good, down the road. Good for him. A year down the road, he he goes into a uh, like a he's like he's like let me uh, take a look. Here we he go. Goes to, he goes down to like the uh, where Here the scientists are working go. on it. Yeah. And he like bumps into a table and knocks together a bunch of shit, and it turns out that's the <laughs> cure. And he's like, I knew it. So coronavirus <laughs> is like a thing of the past. He Mister Beans his way to the cure for coronavirus. Yeah, he also. But what turns out the thing he bumps into is this like a uh, thing uh, containing uh, nanotechnology. Yeah. So, uh, so Donald Trump gets nanotechnology like uh, power and stuff. <laughs> where like he can shoot lasers out of all of his like, fingers, and he can like uh, great. He, he can leap short distances and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's about it. I mean, he can't really do anything else. Uh, but he's like, I've got the best nanotechnology, and he honestly does. Yeah. So. Okay. So we find the cure. So you kind of you're you're in that all white space, and someone clears their throat from behind you, and you kind of yeah. go, "What the heck?" And you turn around. 
and standing in front of you is this guy. Uh, he is uh, about nine feet tall. Yeah. He is dressed like a clown. Yeah. And he is holding a, a balloon with your face on it. Great. Always a, a good sign. He's got like one of those red uh, clown noses on. Yeah. You know? His uh, clown pain is like slowly dripping down. his. He's face. terrifying. He's absolutely terrifying. He says to you, hello, Aaron. My name is Dreamy Dan, ruler of the dreamscape. And welcome to the Pie Guys, an Aaron Brooks adventure. The face on the uh, on the balloon starts screaming, and then it pops, and you wake up instantly. So um, you're kind of like, ah, whatever. And uh, you wake up because there's a pounding at the uh, at your front door. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, there's a pounding in my front door. I, I go to the front door and I look. Not, the not, not a pounding. I, I, I phrase that wrong. More like just knocking loudly. Not 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 like a pounding. OK, you know? I mean, still, I'm going to go look and see it's who's loud knocking. Who's loud? What time of the day is it, by the way? Nine oh one. Oh man, yeah. Nine o'clock. I feel like is the the cutoff where most people feel comfortable. Sure. You know. Uh, yeah, I go and I look through the people. Who's there? Standing there is uh, L.A.'s finest. There's like several cops. Okay. They go, Mr. Brooks. They go. Are you there? Um, they, I say yes. How can I help you? They go. Uh, we we got to ask you some questions. Okay. Can you can you open the door? You don't uh, have to let us in. We can just stay out here and talk talk to you. I don't feel comfortable opening the door. I go. Okay, one minute, and I go get my phone, and I start filming. Yeah, and I probably. I probably text somebody and be like, "Hey, there are cops at my house." Who do you text? I probably. I mean, if, do I have like roommates? Is it where I live now? Well, you have a roommate, but he's not there. I probably still text him. And I'm like, "Hey, there are cops here asking for me. Just wanted to give you a heads up." You immediately get a text back. It's like an automated response. Yeah. It's like, uh, "Hey." Uh, sorry about this, but I'm visiting the Arctic and I'll be back in a few weeks. Love, Wally. Wally. Okay. And so uh, you're like, all right, whatever. So you set up your your phone in a place where the cops can't see it, so they don't realize that they're taping you, or whatever. Yeah. And you open the door. Cops are there. There's this guy. There's two guys that like really stick out to you. Yeah. Two cops. Um, yeah, one of them is this guy. You can tell that this guy has been a detective for a long time. He is burned the fuck out. Really? He is like two days away from retiring. Oh, fuck. But what's interesting about it is that you see, like, as he, as he starts talking to you, you kind of get distracted because for just a second, 
you kind of like look down and you notice it's sticking out kind of from like the back. <laughs> yeah. Almost the back of his uh, of his pants is like clearly like a, a thong. <laughs> He's got a thong hanging think, out. Yeah. And you think to okay. yourself, what does this guy get up to when he's not being a cop? Hey, you know, whatever. So it's him. And then there's another guy. Yeah. Uh, he's just sort of he just looks authoritative. You know what I mean? Like he looks like he's in charge. Yeah. So the guy uh, says to you, the guy who looks like and then there's a bunch of just like regular cops behind them. You open the door. The guy with the like the thong just <laughs> inching out Ugh. of his pants. Gross. He goes, Aaron Brooks. My name is Lieutenant Sergeant Herbert Crumbs. Yeah. And this is uh, Chief Slice of the Pizza Police. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. We got a couple questions to ask you, my friend. Okay. Do you let them in? No. No. Why do they, they need go, to come into my house? They can they ask go, me right here. They go, where were you last night at uh, 8 or eight to 9 o'clock p.m.? I tell them. What do you tell them? I say I was doing a show. I don't know. We haven't discussed the date and time or the timing of the show. Say I did a comedy show and uh, came home, you know? Really? Yeah. And then she slice looks at you. He uh, he has like sunglasses on, you know. Yeah. But he kind of like puts them down, kind of on the tip of his fucking nose. Yeah. And he's like, "And that's all you did?" Yeah, I thought about going through the the drive-through, but he never said if I did or not. Herbert Crumbs just kind of like sighs, and he goes, "Look, look, kid." I don't even live here. All right. I'm based in Austin, Texas. I'm not even uh, a reg. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I, I, I am the, the head of uh, candy crimes. I don't even deal with this shit. Yeah. He goes, they called me out here to consult on this case. If you're going to tell us the fucking truth, I'm going to have to take you downtown. What the fuck See? do they want me to say? I'm telling them what I know. So they start uh, saying that, they start talking about how they had talked to some witnesses uh, of this crime. Uh, they found a dead body. Great. And they were saying that um, they heard someone's voice screaming like, fuck you, leave me alone. I'll kill you. All this shit or whatever. And they go, we think that was you, Mr. Brooks. No. They go, that was not you? No. They go, you sure? Yeah. I want nothing to do with these guys. So Herbert Crumbs and Chief Slice of the Pizza Police, they just go, okay. And they pull out uh, like a a cell phone and they press play and a video starts playing. And it's uh, like someone was videotaping the alleyway where you were yelling at that guy who got killed. And they like had you like yell that you're going to kill him and stuff and you leave on the video. And then they go, what do you say to that, Mr. Brooks? I go, I didn't kill anybody. I, go, I didn't fucking kill anyone. They go, you lied about uh, meeting this guy. You're screaming that you're going to kill him. They go, it was clearly you, asshole. They uh, arrest you. They I didn't actually, kill like, him. Uh, I didn't you kill ki- him. 
You keep saying that. You actually say it so many times. They put a uh, bunch of tape over your mouth, so you Why can't would they talk. Tape my mouth up, Pat. Because you, you just can't won't. Do that. You just won't stop talking. Yeah, but you can't and fucking so, tape somebody's mouth up. But they do. So uh, they take Great. you uh, to like jail and shit. And uh, while you're awaiting a trial for the murder of this guy, uh, uh, you're like hanging out in jail or whatever. And um, this guy comes up to you, and he just like looks at you, and he goes, "Hey, you're uh, you're Brooks, right?" Yeah, that's me. And he goes, the Lanolax Corporation says hello. And he uh, slices your throat. Thank God. Just end it. Blood spurts all over him. He opens his mouth. He doesn't give a fuck. Right. Fuck you. Your head rolls off (laughs) your body. What did he cut my head with? What did he have in jail that cut my head clear off, Pat? He had a really sharp uh, shiv. Yeah, a shiv. And he he sliced my head off. Sliced the fuck out of it. Right. And uh, your head uh, fell to the ground and it made a sick kind of like splurt sound as it hit the ground. Yeah. Uh, There's several inmates who uh, witness this and they think of that noise, that splurt noise, every night before they go to sleep. But you're fucking dead. I'm fucking dead. Yeah. There's no afterlife. You just kind of are just done. Well, that fucking sucks, Pat. That sucks. I think I didn't fun. kill anybody. Fuck you. All right. We'll be back in 10 minutes. <laughs>